Anywho, uh, so do you want to get giddy and gay over your messages? Yeah, see so your okay. face just fucking lit <laughs> sure. up, and now you're blushing, and well, your smile just got ten times fucking bigger. I'm. I, <laughs> Ariel is acting like a Whatever. fucking twelve year old. I'm just excited about life. Right now. Is all I'm just excited about life. Okay. Here's the real thing. How, what's the gender neutral of like schoolgirl? Like, oh, you're acting school like a fucking schoolgirl. Yeah, school child. School, school child. Person. I think school child sounds good. Yeah. School yeah. kid. School kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It just sounds weird a little bit. Yeah. Now I think we're overthinking it. I can't be objective anymore. But school child and school kid are both. Yeah, that seems reasonable. School child also sounds like someone's last name. Like, hi, I'm it Rachel Schoolchild. Totally, Rachel Schoolchild. Say school child. School child. Fucking metal as hell. Yeah. My name's Schoolchild. Hail Satan. What's up? Yeah. Um. So school kid, it is. Yeah, but um, you're acting giddy as fuck. Okay, well, which, it's not a bad thing. You should I'm revel in your singleness, but I'm. Gu- it's, I think it's hilarious because, like, you who are usually so analytical and moving forward, it <laughs> seems like so many little things. You're like, oh fuck, well this is happening. So then I did this, and then this and this happened. But really, it's all over text. Like you're in high school almost. I know. Well, you're building these intense emotional re- relationships through text, and I I think it's fascinating. Okay, but so what's what's happening here? And I'm really trying not to build emo- in, in, in emotional relationships, but I get, um, I do get excited about possibilities with people, but it's not like, it's not like I'm doing like I- imagining possibilities of like long-term romance or anything like that. It's more just like I meet someone, I'm like, oh, wait, I wonder if this might happen with this person. Um, I got on Tinder, uh... One woman, and I actually, so because I say in my profile to message me, I'm a bottom, you should just message me. Uh, A number of women have, so that's cool. Um, But the one that I immediately, (laughs) I messaged as soon as I I swiped on her and we matched, she is a psychotherapist. And so immediately, (laughs) as soon as we matched. Killing two birds with one stone. No, no, listen. So as soon as we matched, I was like, okay, I will message her. And I I said, um, ha ha, I knew the psychotherapist wouldn't be able to resist swiping on me. So it turns out, you want to know what kind of therapist she is? Oh, does she work on autistic and Asperger's Gender therapist. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, you're just, you're, uh. Is this fucked up? It's so great. And her sense you know of humor how, is wicked. You know how we were talking about, like, isn't it nice when you can, like, have a, like, when you're at the dentist, like, how you can have a fetish? Yes. Oh, I cannot it? wait to talk about this therapist. I have already had the fantasy. This is why. No, not not even the fetish of a, th- I'm just saying, like, how you can kill two birds with one stone. You can mm. go to the dentist and scratch your itch to have your dental yeah. fetish, like, played with. You can have your fun single thing, but also get some free gender therapy outside this podcast. For sure, for free. I can get because some like, free gender therapy. And just like side commentary, she's for sure going to have to tell you some things that you're going to like, little nuggets that just drop yep. out of her therapist's yep, 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 brain. Yep, yep. And I don't want to only see a gender, th- I don't want to like have that be my therapist because well, I don't want yeah. that to be the whole thing. I don't want them to have their own opinions. But yeah, so I can just get free gender therapy and just like if you're dating a masseuse or something, you know, um, my fantasy yeah. is that she will role play with me being my therapist and inappropriately seducing oh. me. Can you imagine? <laughs> no. Cause it's hot. Cause she's re- a real therapist. Uh-huh. Like it adds to, it's like dating a nurse that will role play. Yes. With you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like mm-hmm. I don't I wouldn't really want someone to do that if you're not actually holding that profession. Like I don't want you to pretend to be my therapist and fuck me. Like Yeah, I, I mean most people shit. are just like, not as good at actors to do that. I mean, even if you were, I just think I have a hard time with classic kind of role play things where I'm playing this role and I'm playing this I'm a student and I'm a teacher. Yeah. I can't get into that. Really? But I can get into I can get into like dom sub or like we've built in these rules around role play but having an actual therapist to role play your therapist gives that element of realism that you're just like "Mm, that's tasty it's easy to be a method actor when you're just being each yourselves basically i mean you're just tricking the government i mean whatever because we're not legally allowed to like do this (laughs) really as long as i'm not paying her for therapy then she's not violating she's not violating anything so that is yeah um yeah that's a great that is one of my new life goals (laughs) start finding professions and with her with someone else you know it's not even about like i said it's that's what's getting me so giddy is i'm like i what if i could realize all of these sexual fantasies in this way you know like i think i might be able to find partners who will do these things with me yeah i think i think your giddiness isn't coming from the particular circumstances as much as what these circumstances are letting you see about your larger prospects of dating right and not only that but like discovering things about myself all the time yeah it's just thrilling yeah you're in you're going through like the joy of personal discovery Mm -hmm. that's so awesome so do you have you met anyone else can i just say she asked me if uh, or like for my therapist's name and like I, that's something that therapists do and it always feels to me like oh is that not against the rules and then i'm like oh i guess not um but yeah. but my therapists have asked me about other therapists before and so i'm like oh yeah i guess i can anyway and then i realized i just couldn't remember my therapist's name i've been seeing her for months <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great and then this woman was like oh my god i wonder how many of my clients can't remember my fucking name Dude, I don't know how you don't remember. Your I was just name. a momentary thing. I think I, I I just got a lot on my mind. No, I mean it makes sense. But... And I looked it up and I was like, oh, that's right, I knew that. This is the Gender Fluids podcast with Austin Smart and Ariel Norman, a podcast about all the sex and all the people. You can check us out on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast, Twitter at Gender Fluids Pod. Uh, or just stick gender fluids into any search bar and follow us on everything you can find. Do you have any other fun thoughts about your new single life? Um, uh, I don't know. It's... Uh, it is interesting to me. It feels like I I think my experience on Tinder is probably very different from heterosexual people's or gay men's. Um, I feel and and I could be wrong because I don't know the experiences of these people. Just I guess what I've heard or would imagine it would be very different. Like when I talk to women or people who identify as women or whatever. Um, or I didn't actually. I no. I don't. When I talk to women or when you talk to trans cis men, gay women, or, uh, or well, I just or, I started or, having a conversation with a trans dude just now. I mean, I've probably talked in Austin. I've probably talked to like five or six people or something. So, and I'm some of it. But 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 my thing is like I also am like very potentially just interested in talking <coughs> or. 
um, potentially being friends with certain people. Like, okay, like, you know, and I don't know if that's um, fucked up of me to use it that way, but I also am fine with leaving in like sexual possibility and tension. I like that. I like Tinder for just putting it there because yeah. you need, I think you need some of that to have the motivation to talk to people and hang out with them. But I'm also very open to the idea of like not having a sexual relationship with a lot of these people. Um, and I think that that's probably more welcome in my Tinder uh, social circle than it would be in most straight people's. And gay men. And gay men, for sure. So what about all other queer people? What do you think that experience is like? Um, you're saying, like... So you said... Cause ra- well, because I'm... No, I'm just saying, like, right now, the groups that you've, like, thrown out there that you're comparing your experience to are, like, all heterosexual people. Right. Or we can gay inc- men. And gay men. Right. It's, but then that also leaves, like, a lot of just, like, weird queerness out well, there. Well, I don't know, but you've kind of indicated that it's still very much, like, we're probably going to for sure hook up. Uh, yeah, but I'm in a small niche that's, like, yeah. explicitly being like, I'm here for hookups. But, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. there's, like, people that are trying to do what you're doing, right. but across all different, like, I, relationship yeah, I wouldn't, types. I wouldn't know what it would be like if you well, were... Well, I know. I was asking, like, what do you think it would be like? I like don't know either. Trans- I'm not... Well, I'm only doing the hookup side of it. So, like, you know, I've seen couples on there that are like, hey, we're in an open right. uh, relationship. Oh, yeah. We're not looking for hookups. We want to find someone to bring into our relationship. Is the unicorn the one that you just hook up with once and then, or is it the one that you would keep around? Uh, a unicorn is just, like, a very hard-to-find, like, type of person. So, like, if you're a couple, and let's say you're a couple, and you really want to fuck, like, uh black trans dude with like a mohawk Mm -hmm. or just a black trans dude like that's a unicorn and if you're looking not only for that and it's even more qualified than that sometimes like you're looking for that but you want them to be into these things or you're looking for this type of like relationship with this person like that makes it a unicorn where it's like you're not just hooking up they fill a very specific niche or function like they're and it's because not only do you have to find someone that wants to do that you have to hope that the person that wants to do that isn't shitty, right? Like, you right. have to hope that, like, you find, like... So you have to, that's why it's a unicorn. It's like, right. they don't exist, really. You really luck out when you find that unicorn. So you'll hear people be like, you know, like, have these weird things. Like, I really wish I could find a couple just to, like, do X, Y, and Z to me. And, like, people are like, dude... You should just put that, like, write user words. Put yeah. that in your profile. You are someone's unicorn. Like, yeah. if it's, you, no one's going to know that you want to do that unless you put it out there. So right. put it out there, and then you'll be someone's unicorn eventually, right? Like, right. it's the idea, maybe. That's interesting, because I feel like the way I've seen it used on Tinder, and maybe some people have... Um, people use it as, like, special guest star. It's, like, become more colloquial as, like, I a thought. third. It's been watered down a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but there's those kind of two different definitions at this point. That makes sense. But, um, uh, but yeah. yeah, I don't know what it, that experience would be like trying to be queer in and some sort friends. of weird, non-traditional relationship or like looking to date and then having all your own personal like gender politics. You got to sort through with the other person and hoping you're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds horrible. Like it sounds yeah. much easier just to like be straight or like have like a very like vanilla set of gender politics. That's like, of course, we're going to agree on larger issues and not have to like way into your opinion on everything like does that not ever come up with you like people aren't all like a common cop topic of conversation isn't like women's rights and like women politics and like 
opinions on political correctness and shit like that. Wait, what are you saying? Does that happen often? Yeah, does that happen to you ever? Like, in y'all's conversation, does it ever go to that place? Do we... Um... We might talk about political correctness at some point because I want to talk about that. But the other stuff, may, like maybe, not really. Like I, I probably swipe left. Is that no? no? I mean, yeah, but if you're already talking, you've already swiped right. So you can. So you have to swipe right and both yeah. match before you can talk. Right, yeah. But I'm saying I probably swipe left on most people like that. Oh, uh, so if you get a sense of like, you're going to want to talk like about something. No, it's not even that. But if they're like, if they're like, if they mention intersectional or vegan in their thing i probably am gonna swipe left for sure unless they're super hot i guess but they're usually not (laughs) (laughs) you might have to get that (laughs) no i'm leaving it. it's true Um, i do the same thing so like when i'm doing it like i'll swipe right on some of those girls even if they're like vegans maybe middle of the road vegans no vegans i'm more intense about than the intersectional feminists well yeah because it's like i don't really want to like be dating you but i mean if she was hot enough then i would be like okay i could maybe have a good time with a vegan my thing's just like it's not even about like i could date you or have a good time with you it's just um someone who feels the need to put intersectional on their profile i don't care if you are but the fact that you're proclaiming it it's just like that's one of the eight things that you said about yourself i have a cat i'm intersectional i'm vegan it's just like the most basic shit just like all the basic bitches who are like using their little emojis and they're just listing down you know Love to drink wine, love tequila, love dancing, and you know, all in each line. Like, it's the same fucking thing when you're like vegan, uh, intersectional, feminist. Like, if you, if you don't... form a relationship based off that, what are you doing with yourself? You know, like, mm. I, I don't know. I mean, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, if Let's I get was together like, and talk about intersectionalism, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there are those people, but we out are there, getting together and talk about gender sexuality. You know, if people fucking get off on taking talking about intersectionalism, I guess that's fine. Intersectionality, oh. whatever. Gag. Yeah, I mean, look, we're not listening to those podcasts, but like, I don't know. There's, there's some people who that's what they want to do with their. What time. is your so? What do you want to read? What your profile says? Oh no, you don't. Why not? <laughs> Maybe let me see if I want to read what it says. I'll read mine. Of course you will. Go ahead. For anybody interested, <clears throat> this is my uh, short profile. You know, for Tinder, most of my time is split between work, stand up, and Ellie, my dog. I'm not looking for a relationship or to make new friends. I'm not looking for a gal pal. I'm looking to hook up or go around town getting into trouble or have a blast with some kink slash BDSM play or go on a date that ends in us going back to one of our places for a good time. If you want to lay in bed naked all day on a Sunday, order in queso and watch TV for hours by cuddling, I'm your girl. Also, we are awesome. Just did a gun. I did a finger uh, gun. gun. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a finger gun emoji on there? or You just did that for me. For yourself, really. I just did that for me. Don't be shy. Be forward. I'm not a fan of messaging back and forth. Either we're making plans or we're not. Then a series of colons, blunts, booty, barbecue, bars. And beneath it, it says, and yes, I still have my dick. Emojis face with the sunglasses. <laughs> nice. That's, That's very it. good. Hey, y'all. This is a while away. Uh, this isn't happening until September the 26th to the 29th. But Ariel and I are both on the Altercation Comedy Festival here in Austin, Texas. And uh, you should go buy tickets for that now because they will sell out. Uh, we wanted to let y'all know ahead of time. It's a super fun festival. And i uh, got to be honest, the mascot is the only mascot I've ever seen for a comedy festival where I was like, I want to fuck that mascot. It's this little bear of a like devil guy and mm, 
it's yummy. Um, you can get uh, tickets at altercationcomedyfest.com. Uh, it's $40 for three days. It is fucking awesome. Uh, Eddie Pepitone is headlining this year, along with a bunch of other fun people. So yeah, get some tickets. Come watch us be funny. All right. So we got to talk about your foursome. Yes. Yeah. Um, It's just interesting because, like, I thought it was kind of ironic in a lot of ways because last week I gave you advice about how to have a threesome. Which mine got canceled. Very sadly. R.I.P. Couple broke up. But, But then this week I had my chance to have a threesome and I ended up... I. I will. I ended up fucking it up. Although I will say the reasons I feel bad about it, I don't think are ultimately like my fault. Like I don't think it's right for me to be like it's your fault. This was all shitty and you okay. didn't have a great experience. But my, me not following my instincts led to it being not I the see. best experience. Right? Mm-hmm. Like the force was going like, don't do that. Turn off your targeting computer. And I was like, yeah. but I really want to have sex. So yeah. this is gonna be. So I just kind of like rolled with it and believed in my abilities to kind of handle with the situation and i did but afterwards was not feeling good so i was supposed to have a threesome with these two people that i have hooked up with before previously but not together not together we didn't know i we didn't know we all three knew each other uh i had hooked up it one's a cis girl one's a trans girl okay um and so we'd both hooked up uh separately and then like the two of them got to talking and figured out that they'd hooked up with me mm-hmm. so they texted me and they were like yeah we should all get together sometime and i was like hell yeah that's part like that's like a match made into heaven in my book right mm-hmm. like we all are on the same page we all kind of like the same type of thing mm-hmm. we can easily like flow and vibe together so <coughs> i was supposed to meet up with them at like two o'clock on sunday mm. nice little afternoon threesome you know oh really have have like a prolonged threesome hang out like watch tv in between doing things like to have a good naked day together fucking around right for a okay. while yeah not just let's get to, like you would get together you would fuck but you'd like lead up into it you'd fuck for a while you might take a break you might go back into fucking i see there are different dynamics you can do like you might not fuck for a while but like we could have like a whole like kinky time where it's like one person's the sub and the other two are dominating or something like that like there was a world of possibilities with like the dynamics that we had like established right yeah so i was excited about that but uh i did not think about the fact that i had said i would record the gross lonely boys podcast at 4 30 the same day no and so i was like i can't fucking have like a two-hour threesome that's a jip of my that's a waste of my time at that yeah. point i'm not interested okay so i texted them i was like can we postpone uh and just like do it afterwards at like 7 7 30 mm-hmm. i was like if not i'm so sorry about it i just spaced out and they're like no that's totally fine just let us know when you're done great so i go i record this podcast i get done i'm driving home and uh i call the trans girl and i was like hey i'm heading home now if you want to head over she's like oh cool yeah we're at the just getting done swimming at the river, which is Barton Springs. I don't know why she called it the river. People call it the river. That's fucking stupid. It's Barton Springs. But Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Nerve. Anywho, so I was like, yeah, for sure, man. No worries. Uh, head on over whenever. Um, and she's like, hey, 
do you mind if we bring our other partner? And I was like... Our other partner. Yeah, so I think she meant that, like, there's another girl there that she and the cis girl that uh, was with her had both like hooked up just like they had with you they they had found one so they had already they'd been looking for a third that they'd already hooked up with and they found a couple of y'all and double booked themselves on well no so i later found out that this fourth girl Uh isn't like a longer like standing relationship with the cis girl oh okay yeah so um and and so that's the moment in my head where my instinct goes off and i was like my instinct, like I paused and it took me a second to answer on the phone because I was like, my instinct was like, no, like I oh, shouldn't you were on do the this. Phone. Yeah. So I had, they sprung that on <sighs> me while I was moment. driving and mm-hmm. so I had to respond and my instinct say like, no, because here's the thing, like I was looking forward to this, this threesome because of the dynamic we had established and because I knew I was attracted to these people. Right. And so I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, that sounds, I guess that sounds fine. Like, which I shouldn't have said because mm-hmm. here's the thing doing that's fucking rude like yeah, inviting is. somebody to like a sexual situation a sexual when situation? i've never met them before and yeah. like it's just it's not okay if we just add on this other person you, you know don't about? do that to no. a birthday party like if you're invited Seriously. to a birthday party you just show up with someone that's invitation only and you're like oh no but i brought my friend steve because like you know he's cool don't worry and that's what i i mean this was my dumb question i was like i mean like are they cool? Like, are we going to have a problem just hanging out with them? Or like, cause some yeah. people like, will be like, Oh, we should bring them to the threesome. They're crazy. It's like, right. I don't want that. Right. And she was like, no, no, she's cool. She's trans. And my house like, that's not that's a qualifier. Not a qual- Wait, yeah. That doesn't, that Whoa, doesn't say anything about somebody. And on, honestly, my head is like, that probably means I'll be less likely to be attracted to them. And honestly, so this is interesting. This cis woman, She's just surrounding herself with trans women. <laughs> That's a whole nother bag. I'm not even gonna even gonna even gonna, gonna, gonna oh, get oh, in. I haven't even thought about processing that yet. Oh, okay. So, uh, so. <sighs> I was just like, yeah, you know, that's because here's what it was. It was like, I was so dead set you and happy on, on getting like, laid. Yeah, not just getting, if it was just normal no, sex. No, I know, I'm just saying. But this was like, I was excited to yeah. like have this like fun experience. And in my head, I also felt like, you know what? Like, I can make the best out of most situations like this. I'm mm-hmm. sure I can find a way, even if I'm not attracted to this person, to like yeah. work them into it to where it's not like, hurtful to them but right. i don't have to I, and also i was like i came up with the bailout plan of like i could suggest we go get food real quick first yeah and then during it be like hey guys i'm not feeling the vibe but so they show up uh to Do my you, apartment oh, they show up to your apartment yeah we're All doing this the, here oh. oh good we're doing this here this one said someone fucked in that chair yeah like last night that's fine they fucked in that chair last night it's just fine um so they all three show up and I was like, hey, how's it going? I would like taking a little nap. And so they woke me up when they got here. And uh, I was like, you know, it's like, oh, you don't want to smoke? He's like, yeah, let's smoke. And so we sat down and we were listening to records and all just kind of lounging. Mm-hmm. And I smoked them out hard. I rolled like two blunts for them. And then one of the trans, let's say trans girl one is the girl I know. Trans <laughs> yeah. girl two is the girl I don't know. And then gotcha. cis girl. Cis girl, yeah. Yeah. So trans girl one also rolls a tiny blunt, right? Mm-hmm. Not anything compared to like one of her blunts was like a quarter of the two or three I roll. I okay. roll decent sized blunts. Heard. So I'm smoking them out hard all night long. Mm-hmm. And we all kind of like start hooking up. And here's the thing, like trans girl two that I don't know is super fucking cool. Like if we were just going to hang out down Mm-hmm. But I was not attracted to her and, like, did not have, like, a chemistry mm-hmm. with her. 
And so it was just like, now for me, it was just like being in a room and having to like figure out how to work my way around a person all night. And it wasn't bad. Like we made out a little bit and I made sure to like give her attention. So it wasn't like I was ignoring her. But in my head, I was like, I'm not about to like suck your dick or like try and like fuck you hard or like do anything with you. Right. Like, so, cause I was, I actually topped that night, which was interesting. Um, cause usually like in, like with like me and like cis women, typically I will be more the top, but like anytime like trans girls or queerness gets involved, I get bottomy more quickly, mm-hmm. uh, or naturally. Um, but, uh, me and the cis girl were topping. So she had a strap on, on and I, and she was fucking one trans girl, trans girl two that I didn't know. And I was just fucking trans girl one that I knew. And we were doing, yeah. and like we were doing different things and like moving in different positions. And at one point it was like really hot. Mm-hmm. Like we, um, like we're all on the bed at the same time, like in this like kind of like cluster where like trans girl one was sucking my dick while uh, trans girl two was like kissing her mm-hmm. and I was like touching her boobs and sucking trans girl one's dick and trans girl one had a butt plug in and cis girl was fucking trans girl two yeah. all at the same time. Gotcha. And then like me and trans and me and cis girl would like make out and randomly do shit and like. Yeah, yeah, it was just, we had a lot of great, like, okay. great coordinated sex. It wasn't, like, it, the sex part wasn't a total bust, right? Gotcha. It was, it was fun, but, and I, by that point, I'd gotten over the fact that, like, uh, they had invited this girl, even though I wasn't happy about it, and it felt a little weird. She was into, like, some other stuff that I wasn't necessarily into. Like, nothing weird, but it was just like, oh, like, you and cis girl obviously have this, like, pre-established, like, fetish, like, kinky fetish, like, dynamic mm. and that's coming in now and it's like i don't know how to interact with you right. in the subspace like i know how to do like very traditional things but you already have this a little bit more of a built-in like kitten like identity like she was very kitteny and that was like part of her thing oh. and so like i didn't know really how to interact with that like i do i do in a general way but i didn't know like well, if there's a thing that I think most people like to do, but it's just like triggering for you and you hate it, right? Mm-hmm. So that made me really not want to interact with her. And then that was, then I got in my head, I was like, this is exactly why I should have said no. Mm-hmm. Like the whole night I was just like, fuck man, if it was just the three of us, I would have none of this worry and stress. Mm-hmm. But now I do have this because right. these people rudely were like, can we bring it's a us? stranger? And here's the thing. If I had said no, the reason I didn't say no initially is because I know that they only had one car. They were all together and only trans girl one drove. So like if I said no, it would have been another like fucking forever until right. they go back. And then that puts the whole like or thing at like Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Not happening at all. Yeah. Because totally. then cis girl might just decide to stay impatient. home. Yeah. I was like. I'm going to roll the dice. So, but here's the thing, other thing that like pissed me off is like, we realized that I didn't, like I have like an economy size box of condoms. I just didn't realize that it was empty at this point. Okay. I had one left. Um, Shit. So Three we were like, one condom. Yeah. And like a dildo. So like just do an anal. Yeah, it's sure. sometimes nice to put a condom totally on a dildo, clean. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to walk to the corner store and we'll like get condoms. And this girl came with me because she didn't drink beer. Because I had two six-packs in my, like, fridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, yeah, if y'all want beer or I have glasses for water, like, if you need want to drink anything, you're more than welcome to have, like, a beer, right? Yeah. Soda or- well, she was like, I don't really drink beer. Do you have any wine? I was like, no, but I have, like, a half pint of Jameson. You can have, like, mm-hmm. that. And it was, like, not even a whole thing, but it was, like, yeah. half of it. And so she drank that. And then she had a Mad Dog 2020 in her car that she ended up drinking. Whoa, and her car was, like, warm? She drank it warm? I guess. 
But then, so when we're trans girl too. No, that's cis girl. Cis girl. Okay, that sounded more cis girl. But I'm giving so so far. I've like smoked these people out super hard. Mm-hmm. I've like given these people like beers Let's that I bought. Yeah, beer, yeah. Now we walk to the corner store and like uh, once we're at the corner store, like I'm there and I go and I'm like, well, do you want to get wine? Like we can get some wine if you want to. She's like, yeah, we should do that. Um, so she was like, I was like, what kind of wine do you like? She's like, oh, I really like red wine uh, or white, but like red's my favorite. I was like, red wine really hurts my stomach. Like if I'm doing sex things, like I can't drink red wine and jostle. I was like, do you mind if we do white? She's like, oh yeah, I guess. Sure. And I was like, okay, cool. So we got a bottle of like kava. Um, And then we go to the counter and we get these condoms and then she just doesn't offer to pay for anything. It's a scroll. Yeah, and here's the thing. Condoms aren't expensive. They're like four ninety nine a box at a fucking corner store. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I get back to, like, the apartment, and then other people drink, like, this, like, kava and use these condoms. Yeah. And, like, we're, like, just at my place forever. Sounds like you were a great host. Yeah, I was a great host. But here's the th- And, like, they've drank my beer, and I've smoked them out more. Yeah. The night's, like, wrapping down, and still no one has been like, hey, thanks for oh. hosting us. Yeah. Uh, and also, no one... Uh, this is the thing let me just spoil the ending at no point in the night did anybody offer to like help me pay for anything right or be like hey thank you for smoking us out so fat hey man thanks for like buying us a bottle which was like you know it's not super expensive it was 15 bucks but like it's nice if you say thank you right hey thanks for spending money on shitty condoms you would never buy because you have better standards but you had to go do this and you did it like you were the one that left and like no that never came up hmm it's like that on top of like the like inviting this other person uh like i felt like super this Mm. sounds weird but like it's very used for my resources yeah and then like uh and then there was a point that like i i got like not snippy i got what i call uh assertive sorority girl snippy which is like where you talk to someone in a very business-like manner but you're not fucking around about what you're saying Mm -hmm. so we were the trans girl to had came a couple times and she like passed out on the couch yeah whatever (laughs) and so and she actually trans girl too for even being the person that i didn't know Uh she was the one where like because i gave her a blanket to like lay down on the couch and she uh, also like before we started the three of us started hooking up again she was like hey thank you so much for having like she did say thank you yeah the other two still did not um Hmm. so the final like coup de gras, the plan or whatever was that we were going to spit roast trans girl one cis girl was going to fuck her from the back and she was going to blow me. Right. That Mm -hmm. was the plan. So we, I am up front and I'm being very like supportive. But wait, where's trans girl two? She's like nap. She's going to bed. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. She's done. She came a couple of times already and we were going to like finish up and gotcha. Cause it was getting late and I had work. So, uh, I'm up front and she's not going to like, I wasn't like anywhere where like suck my dick now. I was like being like supportive and like rubbing her back as she like gets this big dildo inside her. Right. It's like mm-hmm. the back area warms up. I'm like being in like the nice comforting mode. Of, like, yeah, uh-huh. you're doing such a good job. Like really relaxing the person. Uh-huh. And so they finally get the dildo in and then she comes up and she starts blowing me. And then uh-huh. in the middle, not even the middle, it was, it was probably like, a minute into this happening um 
this girl gets intensely triggered to like some past trauma. Oh, Jesus. And so, uh, and like I, I saw it happen, like I saw her shoulders tense and I was like, oh, I see what's going on. And so like, I like move backwards. Then she like uses the safe word. She's like red, Yeah. which in what the basic safe word system that we use was like yellow means like slow down. It means like, whoa, 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 too far. We're going to dial it back six right. or seven notches. And then maybe slowly build back up, but we're gonna like not Slow stop, but we're not, but we're taking a little breather. We're going easy for a second. We're mm-hmm. checking in. Mm-hmm. How are we doing? Okay, let's. Yeah, you're doing good now. Okay, red is like hard stop. It's hard stop. It's like we're not even thinking about fucking again. We're not like we're done. We're just gonna, and that's fine. We're but we're gonna talk like through this maybe if that's possible, or we're just gonna sit here. We're just gonna cuddle. We're gonna like. Make sure you're okay, mm-hmm. right? So she calls Red. And so we stop. And, like, she says, you know, it reminds her of this past trauma, which I'm not going to give any detail of. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's not yeah. necessary. But so we're sitting there. And then um, and she's laying, like, I'm laying on my side. And she's got her head kind of, like, in the crook of my hip. Mm-hmm. I've got my arms, like, around her head. I'm like, you know, you're fine. Like, don't worry. Like, mm-hmm. we're here. We can just lay here and breathe. Well... It was getting late and the talk of leaving had already come up. And so Sis Girl 1 was kind of laying over her back and being comforting. But then she also started to be like, what made you think went there? Mm-hmm. Why do you think you made that connection to that person? Like, what was it about what we were doing that made you go to that? Yeah. And I was like, hey, like, I we don't need to have that conversation right now. Yeah. And she was like, well, I just think we need to ha- talk about it. I was like, no. no that's I was the like, thing they should talk about. No, not only gone, that, but it's like, no, but we should not talk about this right now. Right now, we should just, like, lay here. Hmm. And then she was like, well, I just don't. She's like, you know, sometimes when you move away from an event, like, your memory of it becomes, like, faded. I was like, sometimes you need time to process and not fucking, like, be in that moment anymore. And I think we need to not talk about it anymore. And that was my, like, sorority girl, like, voice where it's like, no, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to lay here now. We're going to be comfortable. And then y'all can talk about this later, but that's not appropriate right now. We're not doing that. Hmm. Which is, like, sorority girl telling somebody just, you need to leave the party. No, no, we're not. She's not going out to party. She's had enough to drink. She's going to stay here tonight. But thank you so much. We'll, We'll talk to you later on tonight. Right. And so she... Didn't I don't think really liked the tone I was using mm-hmm. because she like left the bed at that point mm-hmm. and I continued to lay there and then she like kind of comes over to this girl and wakes this girl up and is like, yeah, I guess we should kind of like start going. And so she, but the trans girl one drove them there. So then she starts getting ready to like leave with uh trans girl two while trans girl one is still coming out of this intense yeah. space. And I'm like, and she's like, hey, are y'all, so you're going to, like, get dressed? And I was like, she's going to lay here for a minute. Yeah. What the, f- like, in my head, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You're like, okay, well, I can't play comforting mother figure. And so I'm, I've been kicked in, like, and, like, we need to leave anyway. So now I'm going to get dressed. And then, like, well, you should be good by now. So just go ahead and get up. Just, and, like, let's yeah. go. Walk it off. <laughs> and, like, yeah, and the thing that, and so now at the end of my thing, it's like, well, I feel used. I've learned that, like, you're not a person I want to engage in this type of, like, fun stuff with. Yeah. And also, I feel, like, bad for this, like, trans girl who's younger. Mm-hmm. Like, not young, but obviously, like, newer at this, right? And so, she's having this bad experience. And she, from what I can tell, clearly trusts you as, like, an older person. Because this person's, like, 29, 30-ish. Mm-hmm. So, they they have age on all of us, right? And so, gotcha. this younger trans girl definitely, I feel like, has her as, like, a cooler person who knows what's going on is kinky but just like several things she did like kink wise that night i had like little flags tick up like 
fucking people with a dildo with little preparation mm. almost like you know mm-hmm. maybe that's part of what her and trans girl 2 have established right. i don't know that but like also it just like they it, they've been together for about a year from what i gathered but like there was no like you ready it was more of like a just going at it but she tra- she talked in a way that was very respectful and very like authoritative but without any knowledge of it and like this morning when i and like i made sure trans girl one was fine and like we laid there for a while until they were even fully clothed and like she got up and slowly got ready and i was like are you sure you're okay you can crash here we can get them out of here she's like no i need to go get food so she took them home but like in my head i was just like fuck like that means like one now uh well i'm doing this tomorrow i gave it a day tomorrow like i had to like i'm fucking calling cis girl and be like look man I'm glad y'all came over. It was kind of fun. I had a nice time, but this isn't going to work out anymore. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. after that, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to have sex with you. I don't want to like put myself in other situations where I'm going to have to like negotiate shit like that with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, you're planning on having that phone conversation with her? I'm just, just like, you're going to call her. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to go see her. We haven't hooked up that much. It's not like a relationship. Well, do you have a plan? Do you have plans that you have to cancel? No, I'm just surprised you wouldn't just, wait until the next time she called or texted you and then just be like no because that's i feel like that's immature no that's great i feel like that's that's ghosting almost it's like or like a passive less little slightly more aggressive version of ghosting just not saying anything until they come talk to you i'm just gonna that's really interesting yeah you're gonna call her and tell her like why no i'm not gonna give her like a full breakup thing i'm just like i wasn't i'm not really feeling anymore i had a great time but like hope best of luck in the future gotcha like a like a casual dating breakup like it's not it's not feeling it but you know best to you no hard feelings right and if she like tries to push me i'll tell her i don't have any problem with that but like i also don't want to feel like it'd be beneficial to call her and be like all right bitch here's some shit you did wrong how dare you do this like right i'm not trying to start any shit with somebody that i don't really give them any fucks about right you know so and then the other thing is like um the younger trans girl i definitely want to like talk to and like have come over in person be like hey like i just need you to know that like i know they seem cool like here's like a few things and some things i'm not gonna mention because it gets too personal but like here's some things that they did that night that are not cool that you should just as a person who seems like they're early on in their kink and like sub life you should know that these are not chill behaviors for like a dominant person to have like the way they handled that afterwards and like we're pressing you instead of just being there for you, not chill. Like you don't right. owe a person anything in that situation. Their only job is just to be there right. or respond in a way they know they should based on like y'all's prior kink experience. Yeah, together, y'all having right? that conversation makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And so like I I need them to know that. And I also want to be like, look, also told them that I'm done with those two. Because um, I don't want to hook up a trans girl too. I wasn't really attracted yeah, to her. Yeah, yeah. If she wants to like go and hang out, that'd be down. I'm down with that, but like yeah. nothing there. It's like so, just so you know, since you're hanging out with them, but I uh, still would like to see you. Just know this thing. Also, uh, sex party etiquette: don't invite a third 20 minutes beforehand. Yeah, not chill. Yeah, not chill. Good. No, I think that's gonna be great. Oh, that was a long wait, but dude, that fucking that like went to my head that's a lot no a lot happened there and i think those are really interesting dynamics that i certainly but i feel like i handled it like a champ i like yeah. i hosted the shit out of that sex party i brought you people's did. towels to wipe the jizz off them i feel like you've I got good sex bed. party karma now you'll be it'll come around 
It'll come around. Oh, we can only hope, man. I don't even know what... I don't know what the, to call this whole section of the show, but just like... Sex party fiasco? I don't know. Do as I say, not as I do. Because like, I didn't take any of that advice that you gave me, right? Because I, I relied on my prior knowledge of both of them hmm. to like have a good time. I gave you advice? No, when you were like... we Last time we you were talking about advice. like threesome advice and like questions to ask for threesome. Oh, you didn't follow your own advice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I didn't ask any questions and then I just like let in an unknown entity mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here's where you end, you end up spending money on booze and condoms and losing a lot of weed and having like decent-ish sex but like well i actually had pretty great sex at different points yeah i mean yeah it's like not a I, loss. it was pretty yeah it was not a complete loss i got dude at one point like i was just on my back with like one person blowing me and like another person my nipples and like someone else making out with me and just like yeah like that was hot like you know there were it wasn't like it was all bad but just I don't know. I think it says something <laughs> that I came out the other side of a sexual experience. I was like, no, I'm not. I don't know how. Because I like. It's hard to make me dislike a sexual experience. Do you feel dysphoric about getting blowjobs? I used to more. I do less now. Why? What's changed? I just am able to be more present in my body and less in my head. And I mm. think that's a result of estrogen. Like I just become more aware and present within my body. And, um, as I like evolve, like in my own sexuality, like I found that I enjoy blowjobs more, um, but less aggressive, like used to, it used to take like some like working and stimulation to get me hard. But now like, I like a more sensual, like mm-hmm. firm, I guess, blowjob. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And like that and like me really focusing on the feeling I started to enjoy them more. I still don't ever really come during blowjobs, though. Yeah. They never really come from oral. Um, it's just never been my thing. But I do like, yeah, I like them more now. Like, I look forward to them now. Um, yeah, I've always had, like, some trouble enjoying oral. A lot of trouble. But it's gotten better over time. It's because, well, I think for us also, like, you get in your head. So when your hands aren't active right. and you don't have a slight distraction. Right. Unless you have, like, a fantasy built into that blowjob or that oral. That's what you like, have to you're like, to oh, do. fuck. Like, my head's just, like, wondering and now I'm anxious and what do I do? Uh-huh. Is this feeling right? Like, what am I, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I've been able to let go of a lot of that recently and just be like, oh, yeah. Like, it just because feels you good. You mean, really, though, since the estrogen? Yeah. Well, so that's what's interesting. I mean, I have such low estrogen that maybe that's part of why I'm not enjoying oral sex. I don't know. You know what I mean? If you're saying you're more in your body because of that. Yeah. Knows? Well, I think it's just uh, giving me like a general. So like there's this thing when people talk about trans people having sex uh, during tra- or after they started medically transitioning. So taking hormones. Mm-hmm. People talk about the transition from having what they call boygasms to girlgasms. Hmm. because it is like a different like feeling and sensation like my body and my orgasms have like kind of changed like it's a larger bodily feeling and not mm-hmm. so much of a concentrated like focused like energy so like uh-huh. before my whole body felt good like when i had an orgasm but yeah. like now the orgasm happens like throughout my whole body like yeah. my body's much more sensitive to touch now mm-hmm. and so i don't know i think that yeah. is like related to like being able to focus on like just like feeling bodily pleasure as opposed to like someone sucking my dick and me being just like oh come on like, i just need to like make it feel the cum feeling again it like makes a broader range of like pleasurable feelings happen oh, okay i've never verbalized that that's <laughs> that's me thinking out loud sure. <laughs> um 
Yeah. But I used to not. I like playing out when I smoke now. Oh yeah. You know before, like in my earlier twenties. Like you know, I'm 26. I'm not yet old. But like when I was like 20 through 23, 24, mm-hmm. I would just smoke whenever throughout the day. It just didn't matter. It didn't affect like my plans at all. But That's now so it's like a thing that I'm thinking about consciously. That's so funny because I used to be way more planning, and now that I'm thinking about it. Just very recently, I've just found myself being like, I'm just gonna smoke now. Hmm. And so look at me, just oh uh, shit, that's yours. Just coming into my own masculinity just by smoking whatever the fuck I want to, and you <laughs> being a dainty sweet girl, um, having to schedule and manage your drug use. Maybe I'm becoming a responsible adult and you're becoming a reckless youth. That's fine. My therapist said that there's two types of people and there's like these people called syntax or something that are like the adults. And then there's the other one. I can't remember the name. It was very dorky sounding. Um, and But for the, the, these people are like, like, like some people are just the adult people and some people are just the children people. And then I was like, oh, so how do I become the adult person? And she's like, no, 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 you just... You just are that child person, and like that's—it's a whole thing. I don't know. Somebody seems famous and well respected. Yeah, well, you know, you got to work in reductive concepts sometimes. Yeah, I guess we like break everything down super simply anyway, so you can like map idea. it on. Yeah, I like I mean, thinking of myself as a little prince. Yeah, but so. that's the oh yeah, that is true. It but that's also my... just Freud's ego and id argument just transposed into another thing almost. Like I don't know. There's the par- harsh like criticizing parent side, and then there's the childlike rambunctious no rule yeah, side. Yeah, but the idea that there's people who are just meant to be more like one version one kind of vibe and and the other people who are meant to be that kind of vibe she said sometimes each combination will marry each other or raise kids or anything like that it's just i like i don't know i mean it's just like astrology or anything like i just like kind of archetypal mythological ideas to bounce around and that, that one's, yeah. it intrigues me because it's like, because that's all my therapist ever does is just like, just tells me it's okay to be however I am. And so I'm very suspicious of that. And, you know, <laughs> I'm like, no, there's something wrong with me. We should be. Really? You're sus- why are you so suspicious of it? I don't know. Uh, because, because I've never like trusted someone to love the real me. And so I'll like. You can't love the real you, therefore? No, I do. But I'm maybe I'm like ashamed to love the real me you know because i'm like well if other people knew the real me they wouldn't love me so i don't want people to know you know all that yeah yeah i also think i don't know if you are like myself in this but it's like i have like the i think the lack of love for the real you comes from like uh intense question perpetual questioning and intense perpetual kind of doubting so like you know how we talk like, I don't even know if I believe what I believe, sure. right? But your thoughts of who the real you are and your beliefs are just as kind of in that same ambiguous area where you have a doubt of like, is the real me wrong? I could be I could be a bad person. I could have like the real me people really might not like. Right. And I think that like, but that common level of like questioning everything that we have yeah. definitely extends inwardly. Right. I had a thought um, yesterday about... Because, you know, I'm always bouncing my identities. I'm completely self-absorbed. And I'm just bouncing my, you know, like Leo and Virgo, because um, I'm a cusp, uh, boy and girl. 
Well, I'm the last day of Leo, and it's like a whole thing for me. Anyway, um, boy and girl, this, these Wait, dichotomies can... that I, you know, what? Well, no, go ahead. I'm going somewhere. Um, anyway, so my new little thing was like, ooh, what if I'm more like the Ursula version of Ariel? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Dark Ariel, the one that's, you know. <laughs> so that's my new fun way to think of myself. Oh, I always that. I like being the villain. Uh, will you explain astrology to me? What does being on the last day of Leo mean? I don't. Oh, it just I don't it's know like if it. you're a Leo. Okay, so Leos are August, you know, uh, July twenty third to August twenty second, and then a Virgo is uh, September. No, wait, August twenty third to September twenty second. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, and like Virgos are like kind of shy book worm dorks so you're the last day of leo i mean you got a little bit of leo in you but, but you're i'm definitely also, also a shy bookworm nerdy yeah. dork yeah but i don't like i don't like that part of myself i think i'm <laughs> sexist against it as well as just generally hateful <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just very you know i hate that faggy book side yeah of me. dude it's like i want to hate God, crime that yeah, part of myself yeah but that's the thing see yeah that's your internalized i know gendered homophobia I'm against yourself internalized which is hilarious phobia is no because you're the tiny nerdy twink kid that hates being a tiny nerdy twink kid and I'm like so self-homophobic yeah yeah i know you want it it's like i would Trust be more me, masculine I if i wouldn't become the version of masculinity yes, i know i already am little never mind the things that i might like to be called in bed <laughs> are the kinds of things <laughs> A good boy, <laughs> or a, some, I don't know. And like I've yeah. never actually been called a faggot before, but I, it's like I saw that in um, Six Feet Under. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember? You, you watched that show, right? No, I've never seen oh, it. Jesus Christ! It's on my list of old shows to watch. Whatever. It, I didn't I, have HBO. It might not it even age on. well. Fuck. Fuck. No, if I've I know. heard it's still ranked as like a great television show. Like it's, I want to fucking watch it. But um, so what am I trying to say? Six feet. Under. Oh, there was a scene where. The guy who goes, who later would play Dexter, you know that guy? Yeah. He, like, is in Vegas or something and just wants to get laid, and he winds up hiring, like, at the end of the he hasn't scored with any real people, so he hires a hooker. And they, he's like, wait, you don't have anywhere to fuck? And he's like, no. He's like, fuck. So they wind up fucking, like, just in a parking lot or something, like, on the hood of a car. Mm-hmm. And um, ultimately, like, the cops show up and they go to jail, and it's a whole thing, but, like, while they were fucking in this parking lot, the the guy who goes on to play Dexter is the top, and he's like, oh, you like that, you little faggot? Like, stuff like that. And I was just oh, like, Oh, he's oh. fucking another dude. Yeah, and I was like, I had never been turned on by that sort of thing before. And I was like, oh, okay. And it makes sense <laughs> Yep, now. that's my favorite thing. Yeah, so. Anyway. <laughs> How do we get on to this? <laughs> well, I was just saying that you... Uh, you oh my internalized homophobia you're, you're against always the like fact i would be I more masculine i would be a little gay boy i would transition to being a little gay boy yeah yeah no i know it's as hard of, as one you would try not to be it that's that I can't, who you are in your heart one of the many reasons i can't conceptualize of myself that's as so trans. funny oh that's so cute i know the whole thing i keep saving i'll have to send you this like uh folder eventually but i've been saving a bunch of like hot trans dudes oh my god for you just like I've seen, just i know i follow looking. a couple on instagram i'll I have know, you know but these are all naked so like because uh, you, you're not seeing titties like there's some hot <laughs> trans dudes that have had top surgery and some uh, yeah, hot yeah, yeah. ones that haven't so like if you want to keep your boobs 
you can just see like, yeah, you can be the type of guy you're describing so and have a great set of tits. I'm so uncomfortable. No, I no, think no. it's important. That's what I, I saw. Did. Look, I saw some lesbian porn for the first time in my life. I was like some good lesbian porn. I realized I'd never seen, I'd never seen good lesbian porn before. I'd only seen like the crap that is on Pornhub or whatever that's meant. Mm-hmm. This was like three women who like were enjoying fucking each other and were like, going crazy and i yeah. Ne- yeah and i was like oh okay i know i've like always meant to like look at lesbian porn but i just like never really got around to, to it <laughs> so anyway uh, um i never got around i've only ever fucked women but i never got around to watching lesbian porn gay porn plenty me. of gay porn i have gender issues i know I, i'm not making fun of you well i am but I, it's, it's fine to make fun of me i'm just saying i agree it's all out of love I'm good. I'm glad we love me. How do we get onto that shit? Well, I was just telling you, I'm sending you this trans guy, these naked oh, trans right. guys. I don't like, know if I'm ready for that. Well, just open it when you want. But okay. like, uh, <laughs> I just know for me, a big part of uh, like figuring out like being okay with myself and like where I was going was looking at like trying to find just like regular trans girls, like trans girl porn, like amateur trans girls, just to be like okay, like, these are people that look vaguely like me or, like, look like a thing that I think I might want to be and it's, like, moving in the direction that I want to move in and here's, like, a good representation of, like, how what that looks like I and the standard I, just, I can, like, judge myself against just, in a way. I just don't, I just don't, I just don't know. Okay. Yeah. This makes me very, very uncomfortable. That's fine. I don't, I can't decide if it's just, like, Y'all's liberal agenda is trying to turn me trans, and I'm, I'm not just trying like, to turn I'm you not, trans. Though. I'm just giving you options. I'm just somewhere in the middle, or if it really is all this homophobia shit that I have against myself, like uh, I don't know. Those are just made up concepts, anyway. Yeah, uh, everything's just a made up concept. I don't know. I just don't know. But I just I feel very weird about looking at the naked bodies of people who are taking hormones. I'm just gonna put that out there. That's fine. It's not for everybody. You know? It's like, I don't like looking at a lot of dudes and a lot of ladies. It's like, not my thing. Yeah. Um, Fucking, just because everything's made up and everything's a concept doesn't mean that it's not real. I know, I know. I'm just running away. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, that's like an argument that I hear people say all the time. It's like, yeah, let's just make up another term. It's like, like we've made up everything else in our lives. Right. Like, fucking money has no inherent value. We've created met that. Like, the stock market's not a real thing. Like, right. just because, These are like... are all ideas. We agree Yeah. To. I know. Everything's just an idea we agree And so, to. like, if we can just make shit up, it's like, you're just getting angry because you were used to, like, the same, like, system of ideas. And now right. we're like... We disagree now. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I'm going to make up a new idea. And because we all say it's real and we all care about it now, sorry about you, but that's a thing that we all have to do. Yeah. You're on the losing well, that's side, why, motherfucker. I, you know, conservatism and uh, liberalism can feel so important. It's just like, yeah, we're all changing the world all the time. I mean, yeah, it's real. There is a push and a pull going on. You know. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. This is gonna be cool. Hey guys, I'm doing a show this Friday, June first at nine thirty at fallout theater it's my show off script it's the show where heckling is allowed and encouraged and you get prizes if you're a good heckler and there's free pizza um but also i lost a bet and so i have agreed to dress in drag 
um, for a bet I lost to Jimmy Tibbs, who also makes the pizza for the show. Um, so I will be wearing a dress and a wig and drag makeup and hosting the show that way. Um, if you want to come see me humiliate myself, um, I'd love to see you there. You can buy tickets. If you go to offscriptcomedy.com, actually, just buy a ticket that way. Um, and what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. And just remember, if you missed it last month, you missed the cops getting called on two trans hecklers who aren't allowed back at Fallout Theater anymore. So, you know, you don't want to miss whatever might happen this time. But yeah, I, I don't know. Oral sex is just fucking weird in yeah. general for me. I really like, I love giving it more than receiving it. I, I like, I fucking am all about like going down on any, like either gender. Can um, I, well, can I just, okay, this or is going to. either whatever. Yeah. Genital, set of yeah. genitals. It's just, uh, yeah, mouth stuff is just pretty hot. Um, in the Do you giving. like putting your tongue into other people's mouths? Like, and not just like in like a Frenching way where you just like kind of slip it in and out, but like leaving it in there and rolling it around and no, shit. I, I don't know. You don't do that. If I if I like it, I don't know that I like it. So I it's a thing that I've always kind of found sexy, but it's been like a guilty pleasure and embarrassed about because it's not a sexy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I always judge the people that I see do it. But right. recently, I hooked up with this. I had a wonderful opposite of this foursome experience. Wonderful uh, hookup experience. And this girl, mm-hmm. like in the middle, of it was also like, "Do you like doing this thing?" And I was like, "Yes, oh, that's I nice. do." And so it was kind of fun to do and not feel ashamed about it. The mm-hmm. only the only similar feeling I've ever had was when I went and saw uh, John McLaughlin and Jimmy Herring. They're these two jazz fusion players. I saw them play at the Paramount. But it was the first time I'd ever watched and listened to jazz fusion in such a large group of people uh, that unabashedly liked jazz yeah. fusion, oh. and no one was shitting on it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just space for y'all. Yeah, it was. It was a weird. It, yeah, that's genuinely the most safe space I've ever felt. Was yeah. that jazz fusion fucking show? Like watching John McLaughlin and Jimmy Heron just being like, "I don't have to feel bad about liking all the stereotypical jazz fusiony things that are happening right now." That's so great! I'm so happy for you. Um. So yeah, this girl also liked it. It was the girl. It was the girl that came to see off script. Oh right. Oh yeah. This story. <laughs> okay. Do we want to talk about off script? Let's do it. Let's try. So, I was. Uh, I had my show that I do. I have a stand-up show that ha- is currently first Fridays of the month. Although we're switching to first Saturdays of the month in July, but. Um, at the Fallout Theater in Austin. It's called Offscript, and it's where we do stand-up, but heckling is allowed and encouraged, and there's free pizza for the audience, and there are prizes for the best hecklers of each um, of each comic. And so it's a really fun time. And But, you know, we've been selling out the last several shows, and this one didn't um, sell out, but we had a very... It was a good crowd. Audience, yeah, there was it was it was pretty pretty good numbers, but they were just like really really energetic. Did you? I think there were probably like forty people there, right? Thirty people. It. I would say probably forty. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't. Total people in the building, I would say fifty. Do you want to clarify what heckling means in this case? So, and that's the thing. Normally, when I start a show, I get up there 
and the audience. Uh, I have the little announcer person say, "Hey, welcome to uh, to welcome to the stage, the host of Off Script, Ariel Norman." Whatever people clap. Um, so then I'll say like, "Hey, welcome! Um, give yourselves a round of applause for being here." And who here knew that you came to a heckling show? You know, because sometimes there's audience members who don't even realize that this is themed. They just go to the Fallout yeah. Theater. But, and usually a good chunk of them are aware that it's heckling. And so, anyway, I'm like explaining to them that there's two types of heckling to my mind. There's the kind where you're like sharing your thoughts on someone's jokes and trying to, and like really wanting to engage as an audience member. And maybe you think you have something funny to say. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that we're really hoping for. The other type of heckling where you're just like, you're fat and you're not funny and stuff like that is like Which not exactly what we're going for. frowned upon, but also isn't like... Like we're not going to stop anybody from yelling, like whatever they yell or something or anything. But but, but what happens is, I just kind of say that, and then if the audience is a rowdy audience that night, and there's at least one guy, it's always a guy who is just yelling stuff too often, and it's like really douchey and stupid. Then if he like by the second time he does it, second if it's especially if it's in my hosting set, by the second time he does it, if it's like second time in quick succession, I tell the audience, look, people are allowed to heckle, but y'all are allowed to boo if it's stupid shit. And then so they just like love (laughs) just booing (laughs) when people get out of line. And so, but that has been the dynamic that has worked for me so far. But this time, the guy announced me, and I walked up there, and everyone was cheering. And then literally as soon as the applause started to kind of die down, this dude in the back was like just yelling out. I think they started with, um, your haircut's so ugly, you need to get a refund. That kind of old kind of classic yeah. burn. But it was it was like weirdly aggressive. It was like they kind of sounded angry. And I, I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> and, but, and then some of the people in the front row were also being a little rowdy. Um, and, and so I was like, okay, I like the energy, uh, we got here tonight. Usually the nerds here at Fallout are like pretty shy and it takes me a while to get them to heckle, but y'all are rare to go. That's great. Before I could even start, you know, finish that sentence, this person in the back is like, just barks at me like, who did your makeup? A drag queen that wanted revenge. And it's like, again, it's like a silly, dumb, I wear eyeliner and that's it. And it's just kind of weird. Okay. So I thought I missed more than I did. No, you missed nothing then. Okay, so I came in right then. Like, that was the first thing I heard right. them yell at you. Yeah. They were just, they just, that's just where it started. And it sounded angry. And so I, you know, I was like, okay. Because um, <laughs> the, audi- the rest of the audience kind of quieted down to be like, what's going on? You know, they had been a little rowdy. Now they're just listening to me and this dude. And I'm like, okay, audience, clap if y'all think this dude is a plant. Like, maybe one of the other comics set this up or something. Because I'm like, I can't even figure out what's going on. And, like, a few people clap. And it, and then, but then they, they're like, oh, sir or dude, whatever I called them. Dude or sir or whatever. They were like, oh, so now you're transphobic too or whatever. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember, like, a lot of the stuff they said. It was a very emotional moment for me. Yeah, it's it was also hard to hear them because they were, one, not enunciating. And two, like, yeah, stringing. They're talking about a lot of transphobic stuff. Because, like. They were a trans girl. They were a yeah. trans person. As it would turn out, this was a trans woman. But, but I had had angry. no clue. What's, what's really set them off is the fact that you said, dude? Right. And it's like, dude, 
first of all, I call everyone dude. <laughs> That's just a thing that I do. But also, and maybe I said, sir, I don't know. But I, I don't I don't really care what, what, what I said. Because the fact is, I had no idea. I had no idea that this was a trans woman. I had no idea that this person wasn't just a cisgendered man. All I heard was a voice that was strangely angry like and a very aggressive it was a man's voice to my ears and i they were literally sit, sitting in the worst the least visible yeah, the very part. back center they were on the, ba- the back center underneath the lights so whereas they could see me quite clearly and probably deduce that i might be kind of a gender queer individual myself i had no fucking idea and so the fact that they took it to 11 when I said dude or sir or whatever the fuck, and they assumed that I was like, oh, a trans woman. I'm going to I'm gonna do I'm my turf opinion. I'm going to get them. I'm going to take them down in Austin, Texas at the Fallout Theater where we're all transphobic together. What the fuck? Yeah. So, but this person's clearly, you know, in need of some help, some therapy. Of something. Mm-hmm. So. So then what happens? Okay. So then I'm just, I'm kind of giving, like trying to teasing them. I do have, I mean, a, an audio recording of this, by the way. At oh, the very you do? Least. Yeah, but it's it's in like my audio, my, my well, yeah, we'll look into it, my uh, voice memo thing. So it's not going to be great quality, but oh, we could we'll get, get snippets. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, to the best of my memory, so once I realize, okay, then they're, they're yelling at me for being transphobic. transphobic and a turf. They keep calling me a turf, which is a trans-exclusionary radical feminist for any of our listeners. I guess we Essentially, just... uh, lesbians and feminists that don't like trans people. Well, I mean, the, I, the idea is that if your paradigm is that gender is completely a social construct, then maybe transitioning doesn't really mean something or that is acceptable to them. Or yeah. Whatever, you know? <laughs> Google it. You'll find yeah. it. There's plenty of shit about it's it. It's a whole thing. but And it's such a, like... Yeah, but it's such what a, a decision. It's such a quick, easy like thing to go to, yes. especially for this girl who's already ranting about transphobia. That's like, attacks. Right. ooh, lip ring, short hair. Hey, you turf. must be a turf. It's like, how dare you assume yeah. that I am a feminist? You know, but that's <laughs> different. Um, uh, so anyway, so she is yelling at me, and 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 just being like, "Oh, you're you're transphobic," and I say, "Look, quickly, you want to come to the stand on the stage and see what it would look like for you to." I, I just want you to because at some point, I she turned her head and I was like, "Oh, I see the ponytail now." Well, there there is something, you know, because yeah, how they, they this person had no indication in any way that that at least from under the lights because i you know only saw them a little bit even no they were they were also wearing like a large black hoodie and black jeans and they're like a larger person so it just it's very gender neutral yeah the ponytail was literally the only clue you would have had the only clue at least to my mind yeah and i so once i saw that (laughs) now i'm being funny at this point and a little mean trust me i wanted to be very much meaner but i wanted more of the crowd on my side so so they come up there because I'm like, you come see what people in the. I just, I just let's have a human moment where you come see what the people so on the back row look like. you invited her on stage. I invited her on stage. I didn't hear you do that. I just saw her come down. I was like, is this motherfucker coming on going? stage? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been. T- I told the story. Is like, yeah, this bitch came out of her chair and took the mic from Ariel. Oh no 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 no. Okay, let's set the record straight, <laughs> okay, please. Yeah. No no no. I invited her on stage. I gave her a round of applause for coming up there because I was like going to show her what people in the back row looked like, and that was what yeah. we said. And she gets up to the stage and immediately goes to the front row, completely visible front row, and just goes, girl, girl, boy, boy, girl, girl. And I was like, everyone in the audience was like, what? 
You are just going to assume everybody's fucking gender? That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. That, and, and two of them were like pretty visibly genderqueer. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What? Just like, so, you are now just doing exactly what you got angry at us for doing. Ex- except you did like it on not purpose. five seconds apart. You did it on purpose with a clear visibility. I was just responding to a person. We all have to make assumptions all the time. Anyway, oh, and b- before I even got her on stage, though, at one point, because she kept yelling out, this is a heckling show. I thought this is what it was. I thought, you know, oh, oh, I can't heckle you. Oh, I can't because I'm trans. Like, it became that. But I was like, I just know when she got on stage, I started yelling, I hope you die, cunt, oh and die, God. cunt. <laughs> well, so at that point, because I didn't see you invite her there, so I was just like, I hope I'm going to say the meanest thing I can to her because fuck her for going on stage. Well, that's funny. She made me deserve slightly less of your ire, but... Yeah. yeah. So in the beginning, you know, after she was just being obnoxious for a little while, I was like, hey, look, here's the thing. Like, you're allowed to heckle on the show. Um, but if you're being obnoxious and belligerent and, um, and you're ruining the experience and the show for all of these paying customers, I will have you kicked out. And immediately the entire audience erupted in applause. And so I was very like, okay, people are on my side. And um, so from then on, and I was trying, I mean, it was hard to navigate those waters because my instincts to be mean and to make fun of her, I had to temper with my desire because like it was the probably the queerest audience we've ever had because yeah. Austin invites people and then <laughs> those people invite people. So it was sprinkled with queer people. With queer people. And the other thing that happened was like at one point she mentioned something about YouTube and in my mind suddenly I was like, wait a minute, has this woman gone on to youtube and seen some of my stand-up and decided some of my politics are not right or listened to her and and or listened to gender fluids and decided uh. that and and i got like paranoid in my head for a moment of like then looking around at all these queer people being like is there like are there like three are they here to take me down Dude. I mean, I really had that. And, and so this was all going Isn't through my head. Isn't it fucked up that that's a thing that you could see happening? Yes. Yes, it was It was very fucked up. And I was just, you know, these are all just possibilities floating in my mind. But I was like pretty pretty ruffled by that. Yeah. But I mean, everybody said I did a great job handling it. But I was like, dude, inside, I was like, dude, what, what the fuck? fuck is happening right now? But the whole audience was on my side. And, and in fact, my favorite part was when, like, after they sat, because when they were on stage, I said they could stay if they promised to behave. And they promised to behave. I made them promise, I'll behave. You know? <laughs> and so Like a fucking three-year-old. Because that's how she was behaving, and someone needs to take care of her. But anyway, so she goes back and, and sits. And I don't remember what, do you remember what set her off to where she finally left? Dude, no. You said, you made another joke, and she heckled again. Mm-hmm. And then you responded again, and to my knowledge, like, it wasn't particularly mean, but it was like a, you're in the middle of the joke response, so it was more quick and not like a, we're not having a conversation now. Uh-huh. And, like, she said that, and then she got angry, and then the audience started yelling at her. Okay. Like, the audience had, by that point, gotten into, like, your first two opening jokes. So you hadn't told a joke at this point. Yeah. Because you usually open the show with, like, introduction and then a few jokes. Yeah, I introduced the show in 30 seconds and then go on to jokes. And, yeah, I had barely, yeah. We hadn't even gotten there. So you started doing your jokes and, like, a few audience members heckled and, like, that was fun. And there was a happier vibe in the room for, like, 30 seconds, 45 seconds. She starts heckling again. You respond like you had with other people, but people didn't like it that she was heckling. I don't think, and so mm. they turned on her. Okay. And then you like 
chimed in or something and then she got angry and stood up and left and that's when they were all booing and okay then they but sang, then yeah and they did the na 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 hey 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 goodbye oh my god never seen anything like <laughs> yes it. how did a how? trans woman was being beaten out by people doing na 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 hey goodbye no i'm just shocked that like a crowd someone in the crowd had the wherewithal to do it yes. and everyone else in the crowd was like this these is young a brilliant people are idea. ready these young people are ready there was two people at least in that class that had to have taken an improv class of yes Seriously. and like that that seriously that was some good teamwork it was it was so great well so that's not the end of the story though no oh my god so So, wait hold on so (laughs) she walks out and i mean at this point i can hear some yelling which i would later find out was like she wanted her a refund and like they told her it would just take a minute for the process and she was upset that it was taking a long time to process just nonsense so she's up there i finally i mean i yeah i told two jokes in my intro set i'd already been up there by 15 plus minutes at this point because this whole situation had devolved um, but it was still, the audience was having a great time and I bring up the first comic and George Anthony, this guy, he lives in San Antonio. He was amazing. He started he, doing He didn't so tell, well. I don't think he told a single joke. Dude, he just, yeah. He, he just was talking about the situation and it was just so funny. And, and here's the thing. He wasn't talking about it in a way that was really offensive at all, no. which was the best part. Like he was genuinely just riffing on it and like. Just that we were all in awe that it had happened. Yeah. And he, yeah. And even he, yeah. Cause all the comics watching back that were back in the green room within the first 30 seconds came out to try and watch because and then we were just looking like i was sitting with george at one point and we we're just like dude what the fuck is going yeah, on i can see y'all's faces yeah, in we the were back just corner like, oh, and y'all shit. all just like uh what yeah like we're fixing to go on after this and yeah he was the first comic up so he goes up he was and just he's like, a tough motherfucker like he's dude. yeah i was so glad that i had him go first yeah i've been really working on and i hope no one ever takes offense to me putting them first on my show because it's like a really 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 important important spot you set the tone especially with, the heckling, the, tone with the heckling show i have to and so i hope he gets that and uh, and everything but he fucking killed it and so he's just yeah he was just talking about like how wild was that what even happened he really did not try to step into any of the gender issues at all yeah was he was he's like i'm mexican you know what i mean like y'all i get some leeway but i'm not gonna try to comment on y'all's gender shit you know what i mean <laughs> which is funny <laughs> fucking shit. funny he's so he's got that down but just just like randomly, I don't. Do you have any idea what set them off at no. all? No. So like, I was sitting like on the little steps in the back watching his whole set, and I honestly didn't get what like set it all because mm-hmm. right, he I was because at that point my ears were like pinging for things that were going to be like offensive or right. like might yeah. set someone off. Like I was at that point, I just like like okay, I'm going up and like four people, I'm gonna like watch the room sure. and see how George because George like yeah awesome like dude from san antonio like how's he gonna play this room is gonna give me a lot of clues as to how my like jokes are probably gonna play right um and so yeah i don't know what he said and he said was saying something this girl got pissed off on the side and i couldn't see her like i couldn't see her when it was happening and he responded and then he she said something back and he's like oh yeah sure flip me off and so she's like flipping him off yeah and then like I don't know exactly what was said, but she got super angry and she like stands up. No, and okay. It's, yeah. What? So wait, Do you know what set her off? No, but I will say just a few more details. Um, they, I'm going to say they, because I actually think it was a trans dude with, the, there was, she, they, he, I don't know. They were, with, they look, they looked like they probably had a vagina. I they had was, very curly hair, yes. but like was a butch looking like uh, kind of like a broad chin. I got like, a testosterone enhanced feeling from that. Um, and then was with a with was with like a I think cisgendered blonde girl. I only kind of yeah, glanced at her. Yeah, who was very well dressed. She was very well. Like yeah. it was it was almost strange how 
to me how attractive that girl was. Oh, that's very common. Well, like what, this whole well career, but, but it adds flavor to the story. Because, yeah, so, yeah. So the, they're both the, about, the, what, five, six, five, eight-ish, maybe? maybe? Not even. I don't even know. They were a couple inches shorter than me, at Okay. Least. Well, I'm just going to say the dude, because I, I, I think it was a trans dude. Yeah. Um, the dude is like, George Anthony turns back to him and is like, wait a minute, are you upset about something? Like, wait, are you, are you actually upset? And this dude's like, yeah. And George is like, well, wait, wh- what? Like, what are you, what are you upset about? Like, just very genuinely was like, I want I don't want to leave this. Like, what are you, what are you upset about? And this dude is like, you're all homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the audience was like, collectively like, what? And a few people were like, no, we're not. We're from Austin. So, you know, this is Austin. And George was like, no, no, no. You can't just use Austin yeah. as a way to, you know. But, and the whole thing was very funny. But at the same time, we, yeah, seriously, like, what do you mean? Like, homophobia now? Like, what is going on in this room? And so, so George, like, I think tries to kind of be like, hey, you know, if, you, if you're not having a good time, if you're upset, you might just want to leave. Like, this is a comedy show. And you really might be best served just leaving if you're upset. I'm just yeah. saying. And they were kind of like, I don't have to leave if I don't want to. And then just 30 seconds later, they just got up they and gave, they, they yelled us, as they left. yelled. They flipped, they flipped us off as we, as they left and we're just like, fuck you all or something like that. Oh, and real quick, I forgot to say that with the first trans woman that got, um, that she was leaving when she was leaving, she was yelling, I'm being kicked out for being trans. The fallout theater is kicking me out for being trans like shit like that. And then I yelled, it got quiet. I was like, everybody, it's okay. I'm trans. You can still make fun of her. Right. And I started yelling more. <laughs> anyway, so. I'll give you the trans pass, everyone. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, look around you. Like, this room is a pretty trans pretty queer friendly fuck. fucking room. So, it's, you're not, that's not why you're leaving or being kicked out or whatever. I didn't, she, you know, yeah. wasn't even getting kicked out. She was self-policing that shit. Anyway. So this trans so then dude this leaves, trans flipping, dude everyone leaves flipping everyone off and, and is out there. And I kind of look over and see that he's like crying on the wall and his sweet girlfriend seems to be cans. by the trash can. Yeah. And the sweet girlfriend seems to just be like kind of like leaning and being like, it's okay, honey, like blah, 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 trying to like comfort. And I am and this, this dude's just like crying. And so not just crying. Cause I'm sitting there uh, watching the show and George is like, dude, like what what's going on happen? And you can hear from then there's some yells. They, then they start yelling. Right. Yeah. And that's when we all are like, wait, we might need to pay attention to this instead of the comedy show and the whole com- the whole show, the audience, every, Everyone was just kind of like trying to look out there, but there's these curtains. Yeah. So I kind of, kind of like opened them a little, and then and then where I was just like, okay, you know, like maybe we should pay attention to this and stuff. And then they kick the, they the kick recycle over, over. uh huh. And Nora Franklin is a sweetheart and goes and picks it back up <laughs> and sets little, it back up. Yeah. And then like walks away, and then they <laughs> a second time. <laughs> no, they flipped it the first time. The second oh, right. time they kicked it across the lobby at Nora. Oh my god. Who looks like Edna from the Invincibles yeah. and could not take a trash can. She's very tiny. Poor dear. Uh yeah, and then so that's when like the follow-up people were really escorting them out. Um and at this point we were 20 minutes into the show. We were 20 yeah, maybe. And Jesus. and and so then but what I later learned is that they they called the cops on them because that dude shoved his girlfriend into the wall. Yeah. So Danny Goodwin, the reason he was coming in from the velvet and he was like, walked up and he saw them fighting outside. And that dude was just like, 
uh, she was like, I'm just trying to help you, like, like come here. And he's like, touch me again and see what happens. Oh Tell me God. you do that again and see what I do to you. You come towards me and see what I do to you. What like, like yelling shit like that. And I was like, fuck, dude. Dude. Yeah. Dude, That's either, like, a together. horribly, like, twisted lesbian or, like, a trans dude who's not handling the aggressions of testosterone Right, that's well. what that sounds like to me. And, like, that that person really needs help one way or another because... Yeah. we Yeah, this is, it was strangely violent off script. <laughs> Damn. I mean, the rest of the show was good. Yeah, and it, it was just... It was a really fun night for everyone. I mean, honestly, it was... We were all, we all had this whole experience together, and then all the comics got to talk about it, and it was different from most shows, but, um, you know, yeah. we had some interesting... Some interesting discussions. How did you wind up um, hooking up with the girls that came? I did. It was the one girl, uh, and... The 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 girl with the dyed hair was the just a friend hair. that was invited. The curly okay. hair girl I did hook up with. She's oh, the yeah. one well, she's died. the one I had the wonderful experience with, uh, and like found out the kissing thing with that we both liked the same weird kissing oh, thing. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. we like went we had like drinks at one bar and then we went and got drinks at mugs. Well we went to the firehouse. Nice because you weren't sure bar. if you were gonna wind up going leaving with her yeah i i mean i after that show and I, we, we weren't sure if she was into it because she had kind of like resting so here's what happened is she well here's the thing like after the show because when that trans girl was like up there like i yelled some mean shit yeah that's a good point and so i was just like but at the same time i felt like okay she's being a cunt at my friend's show and ariel can't be a bitch at this show because it's her show but Damn. like fuck you for doing this so i'm gonna yell some horribly <laughs> indefensible things mm-hmm. at you <laughs> And I was just like, I'm just going to sacrifice this date. If that date's not into it, then right. that happens. Right. So, but after the show, when I was like, hey, man, like, that got a little while. Like, I completely understand if you don't want to get drinks. She's like, oh, no, it's fine. She's like, I just didn't understand what was going on. She no got there did. five minutes late. So she oh, missed the whole first part. Shit. So she just walked. She was like, I, we were talking about over drinks. She's like, yeah, I just walked in and was like, I, I, she was like, either, either, all of these people hate this trans girl and are just being horribly mean to her, which seems like maybe who knows, or this trans girl is doing some shit. And then like when yeah. she stormed and left out, she was like, I just didn't know like what to happen. And then that second girl left and she was like, what the fuck? Is that was, I saw that look on her face. I didn't realize she'd gotten fi- there five minutes. Late. Yeah. She didn't. Cause see I the saw beginning. that look on her face and I was like, Oh my God, this bitch might think that like, no, we are- she was like, the show was hilarious. She like, she loved it, oh, but God. she like, she was like, I didn't know. I, once I explained to her like what I understood the situation and saw, she was like, oh. Okay, well, that's good. Sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went to the firehouse, like the little hidden place behind yeah, the bookcase yeah, and went to Mugs. And then we like went back to my apartment and like, mm-hmm. yeah, had a great time, like got high, like hooked up for a while, talked. We went to Star Seeds at like 3.30 in the morning, had like a super late early, you know, like mm-hmm. breakfast meal, then came back, passed out woke up the next day yeah it was really awesome that seems good Good. yeah it was also one of the few people uh you know in this whole hookup culture that i've been engaging with you can tell when there's people you just jive with Mm -hmm. that you just get along with and she's definitely one of those people like i i don't know what it is i just yeah we didn't have any problems talking we could just converse very easily and so Mm -hmm. for me that's super important yeah because i don't want to feel anxiety or stress around the dull times right right? around just like sitting around for sure and it was good. It was fun. Good. She's a cool person. I'm glad. Um, good. Well, we should probably move on to the sexual fetish of the week. Yeah, let's take a break and then do that. Okay. No, it's good. Fetish of the week. Bang. 
do you want to introduce it? I'll introduce sure, it. Sure, no, it's called Figging. Um, you. This is the first time where we're both on the same page. Well, because about the you fetish. sent me an article. Yeah, I wanted you to read about it because, so, like, yeah. so I do know what figging is. Yeah. Um, and it's not sticking figs in your butt, but it is uh, sticking pieces of ginger. There's like a lot of different ways you could stick ginger in your butt. So essentially, it, yeah, it's the act, not just your butt. It's the act of like oh, peeling. Yeah ginger into a particular shape and size and then placing it in some sort of orifice to like elicit a burning and itching right. and tingling you can put sensation. put it in your vagina or some people some people like get it skinny <coughs> and like put it in their urethra do the they do some sounding with, oof, people ooh, use it in their mouths you know they're talking about putting it and like sticking it and holding it in your mouth yeah. um some people will carve like butt plugs don't just stick ginger in your ass without a flared base that's right. stupid well see that's why i like the butt thing so much is because it's so cute to think of like taking a big chunk of ginger and making it into Whittling a perfect bu- butt plug shape yeah wouldn't it be funny if there's just a little <coughs> child sitting on like a porch somewhere and watching his granddad whittle it's like what are you whittling <coughs> oh nothing i'm just figging around uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, yep 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 but yeah so you take this piece of ginger once you've carved it into your desired shape and you put it in your butt to get it to like burn and tingle and like people like it for different reasons you know like mm-hmm. everything else some people it's suffering some people it's humiliating some people it turns them on just the feeling of it yeah but what i like the best is the history of it mm-hmm. i oh, think yeah. that's fucking cool yeah it is what yeah. was it used for originally ariel do well, you remember yeah so they they said it comes from the word feeging which means like sticking stuff like that up a horse but also it could be <coughs> I said you they use live eels sometimes. Is it in the horse's butt or vagina? It's in their butt. They stick it in their butt and it makes them like because there's something in their butt. It makes like, them lift their tail up and look more proper and like prancy. Like prancing around. So rich people who like watching horses prance around and have organized such well, things. Well they used to. Apparently they stopped it. Well, right. But back in the day they were <laughs> you know uh making these poor horses suffer like, even just a little extra just so they could prance with their butts held high <laughs> i feel like back in the day i could have been like a figging expert like mm-hmm. your horse's tail droopy come mm-hmm. see me Austin smart figging expert of, yeah <laughs> yeah so but it, there was some pretty uh i could th- there was something in there that seemed pretty hot where it's like okay you stick the ginger in and then Oh, oh, when the then your person could like spank you or something. So then they said you either have to like if you clinch in order to, to make the spanking hurt less, then you're going to soak more of the ginger in and that's going to burn more. So if but then if you don't tense and don't, you know, want to get that into the stick, then you're going the spanking's going to hurt more. Yeah. And so you just have to like every time figure that trade-off out. And so I was like, all right, I could see that being Yeah. a fun little <laughs> game i was kind of into it mm-hmm. so like i don't think i'll ever try it because i don't like ginger but yeah, maybe uh, you'd like it in yeah hole. i don't i because the way they describe the such sensation didn't make a lot of sense to me okay like it doesn't it sounds it's like tingly burny like itchy and like i i don't know i could i don't think i can get into that shit like i yeah. like the feeling of uncomfortable things like i like uh like dildos that have little spikes on the outside of them or mm-hmm. shit like that that's textured yeah. like on my asshole. But I don't think I like the idea of peppers. Yeah. So I fingered myself after eating sure. jalapeno chips yeah, and not thought there. about it. And it fucking sucked. Oh, there was a habanero incident on a Cinco de Mayo once. Oh, me shit. And another girl. Oof. Oh, oh, it's the worst. I, yeah. Guacamole uh, can lead to bad lesbian places. Um, I know, right? Dude, fucking... Oh my god, that foursome, this trans girl one ordered food that night, 
uh, over to my place. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to leave. And she got fucking cilantro's like spicy kimchi fries. I'm like, Wait, just how are you going to suck? Like, you better chug some water before you suck my dick now. Like, oh, what are you yeah, doing? Like, I yeah. thought about that. It's going to be all down your throat. Oh, that's so funny. I've never thought about yes. throat pepper. Because I've had that happen before, too. Like, you know how you're like, guacamole leads places. Like, I've gone and had Indian food with someone before and not even thought about it and just like them gone down on me. Like, oh, fuck, curry on my dick. Yeah. Curry on my dick hurts so bad. Yeah. So I don't think I'd like thinking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there is that. So. I, I have had someone put a bar of soap in my mouth as punishment before, mm-hmm. and that wasn't bad. I don't like soap, though. But that's more of just like a chemically bad taste. Like, if the ginger, I think, is so food-oriented that it would fuck with me more for some reason. Like, that's I just so, don't like yeah, the flavor the of it. I definitely would rather the food than soap. Yeah. Soap's fun. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll try. That's like maybe the first kink that I can remember us doing where I'm like, I could try that one day. If I ever get around to it, yeah. You, I thought you liked boob milk. I thought you said you could be into boob milk. I think I would try it out of curiosity, yeah, but so I'm not smart. into. I'm saying, I'm saying I might be able to actually be sexually interested. Oh, in, in you could get thing. into potentially. It. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't immediately strike me as like, okay, no, no, not interested in that. You know what we could do one day if we ever like somehow rent out a space, we can have like a figging carving before our show. Like, come whittle some figs. <laughs> Get your figging things in order. We'll provide your uh, ginger. Provide ginger. Bring your own figging tools. (laughs) 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 There'll be a figging booth in the back. Yeah. You have to sign an insurance waiver that we're not responsible for anything that happens inside Uh, you or if you cut yourself while whittling your fig. Yeah. (laughs) Whittling your fig. (laughs) That's just a good (laughs) phrase to say. (laughs) I'm a whittle your fig. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. The thing that does, I think, entice me to it is the texture of ginger. Mm. I think that would feel good. Like, the actual, like, uh, feeling of the whittled ginger would be nice. I don't think the sensation that the ginger makes would be good, though. But I think I could get into, like, a slightly rougher, like, earthy texture. Mm -hmm. That sounds kind of hot. Like, I've always wanted to use, like, a slick wooden dildo, and I feel like this Mm -hmm. might be a little bit rougher version of that. Yeah, that seems true. Right? Just don't peel it. How big are like ginger roots like oh they you, vary widely in size can you get like a long one like could you theoretically make like a ginger dildo out of like probably a big from ass- some breeds of ginger but not like not the ones you typically are going to find it you're not not in, maybe at a uh, asian um you know store yeah i have something like that that'd be a cool little niche market yeah we make a uh, farm to table ginger dildos hell for yeah. all your figging needs hell yeah man I'm just gonna have to make a. I'm gonna have to make a character in D and D now, mm-hmm. who goes from the past to the future, and his whole family is just like figging experts. Because <laughs> I like the idea of like originally being a horse figure and like New York City, and then like now like your you know your great 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 granddaughter is like making like all organic figging dildos and beautiful. Yeah, it's lovely. Beautiful. On a scale of uh, how likely do you think you are to fig? Uh, uh, I would say six just cause I, w- I would say like, it's kind of neutral. Like if anyone ever brought it to me and wanted to try it, I would try it. Um, and, and then like if I, and I would say six rather than five, five being just like, I would only do it if someone wanted to, but I, but I would if they did. Then the reason I would say six is like, if I, I could see if I was ever not just bored, but like if I was just ever like, oh, I just want to try something different. I could see being like, Oh, well, let's get around to figging today. But it's not like something I'm like, ooh, you know. Just, okay. Yeah. You? Yeah, like a two. Yeah. I don't know. For, the, for some reason, the food aspect of it weirds me out. See, I love food. So. 
I mean, I've fucked myself with different foods before, but I'm not a fan of ginger, and I think that's really tainting you, my perspective Yeah, you really it. feel like if you don't like it in your mouth, you're not going to like it in your yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, because I think, yeah, everything I've put inside my asshole, I do enjoy eating well, regularly. Funny. I've There's never... So- <laughs> I'm trying to think of a food that I don't like that I could fuck I know. myself with. Well, that's the thing. What ever, foods don't you like? Ever put grapes in your butthole? Nope. You should try it. Okay. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to me. <laughs> <laughs> you just get bored you're like i wonder if i can do this and then what do you and just poop like, it out later and then you're just like well, i wonder how many i could dissolves. fit here for a second yeah i just shit them out it's like, like the scene in later. my fair lady but instead of marbles in her mouth you should have seen the look on ellie's face as i was doing it oh, she's like what are you doing boy howdy isn't that right. right, baby? She liked eating up the grapes I pooped out. Though. Okay, fine. <laughs> and we'll leave it there. Yeah, bye, guys. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao.